Again, don't have time to get into all that. The point is, the mob is the least of our worries. Or the least of your worries. I have very different worries right now. Least of your worries is the mob. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadrial. You, you really, you just don't know, do you? What did she do? Uh, the, the party is to uh, announce her engagement to your brother. Okay, I kind of, I kind of, uh, stop everyone with what they're doing. Alright, change of plans, because this obviously is not working. You get, like, really focused and intense on the food. And you fail to notice as they turn and look at each other and give each other nods of the head. And then all four of them are going to try and grab. The bad news is that means we're not getting in there unless we use a bit of brute force. Hello and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. And with me, I have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm Lena, also known as Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Chef Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, I go by Clover My Online, and I play Clytus Logan. Uh, let's jump back in. Uh, Finn, are you, uh, ready to see where this leads? <laughs> no. Uh, when we left off, you had, uh, the guy had just surrendered and dropped his gun to the floor but was giving you kind of a sardonic smile. Um, I'm going to say that you have three beats before somebody comes to investigate the gunshot in the kitchen. I'm knocking him out. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and make that a physique versus physique roll. Uh, are you adding any dice? No. Okay, go ahead and roll a straight six against his four. Uh, that's fours. Yeah, he got one, two, four, six. So, um, you just kind of cold cock him in the jaw, and he slumps over and collapses to the ground. Um, you're now in the kitchen with four conscious, unconscious, semi-conscious, uh, individuals, uh, three of which have dropped guns onto the floor, and you have two beats left before somebody comes to investigate. I'm gonna kind of start, uh, uh, um... I'm going to kind of start gathering the uh, four assailants together. And how I'm going to play this off is, well, exactly what happened is they attacked me. I managed to get the best of them. And what the hell, this is the not the kind of kitchen crew I normally hire. What's going on here? Okay, so what do you mean by, like, gather them together? Uh, well... Are you, like, dragging them all, like, into the center, or... Do I have access to, like, a rope? Um, hmm... Give me a spirit roll. Of two. Okay. Nothing. Uh, you have three dice for a spirit. I do? Yeah. Oh, I've only spent one. Uh, two nudges. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, you're, you're basically like, um, just trying to gather them into one place where you can keep an eye on them, right? Uh, pretty much. Or I can easily, get some help in getting them off the property and away from me. 
Uh, and you're just waiting for, and you're you're essentially waiting and just going to try and play this off. Pretty much. Okay. Um, so you try and gather them together. I assume, uh, like, what are you doing with the guns? They're all still basically in their hands, right? Uh, they would have dropped them. They would have dropped so them. They're, they're on the floor. I'm going to pick up the heaviest pan and act like I beat them with that. Um, and then I'm going to just kind of, uh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of see how this plays out. A young man and a young woman, um, kind of barge, uh, barge into the kitchen. Uh, the door flies open and they're panting because they were running a little bit. And they uh, look around and they see you holding the pan and uh, start. They, they basically ask you what happened. Hey, about time one of you shows up. Good Lord, what kind of kitchen help are you hiring these days? Um, give me a charm roll. Oh, four's in a nudge. <laughs> wow. Uh, they kind of blanch and, um, start stammering a little bit. What, I, I, you're, what, what do you mean? We, we didn't hire the kitchen help, didn't that, wasn't that something that you brought in? Uh, there was some kind of liaison that was supposed to be providing me with kitchen help. These gentlemen are obviously imposters, seeing as they attacked me. Well, just wait right here. Let me, let me go get one of the Irvans to take care of this. Ah, no need to get the Irvans involved. I've got it handled. Nothing a good smack with a pan won't fix. We just need to get these miscreants out of my sight so I can keep working. Uh, give me another charm roll. <laughs> oh, gosh. Threes. Um, they agree to try and get you some security, um, to come and help with the situation. I'm gonna ask the uh I'm gonna ask uh the gentleman and the lady if they have any rope. <laughs> uh well they, they both left to get security. They you. both left to get security? Okay, well uh are they good and knocked out? Did I clock them pretty good? Yeah, I mean according to the rules they're out of the conflict, so I would say that they're all subdued and even if they're conscious they're not putting up a fight. Then I'm gonna start getting to work. Okay. Um give me a wits roll. Uh, nothing. Uh, nudge. Uh, okay. Nudge, that's it. Okay, so, um, you start trying to, uh, make the, like, the little cracker snacks, um, with the fish on them, and, like, throw things into the gumbo, uh, but you're, you're a little bit frantic, because, one, you're in over your head when it comes to actually making gourmet food, and, two, four men did just pull guns on you and try and attack you, so, um... You accidentally leave the uh, stove or, or the the gumbo uh, too low level with the stock, and it starts to burn some of the ingredients on the bottom. Ah, nothing a little stirring won't fix. <laughs> it's all the rage in Ellendale. It's all the rage in Ellendale. Um, so security shows up. Uh, the one who is in front is um, kind of a grizzled-looking older gentleman. And he uh, walks straight up to you, seeing the guns on the ground and the um, guys kind of scattered around the room. Mind telling me what happened here? Well, first thing I know, we're here to to cater for this fine event. And next thing I know, these miscreants are attacking me and trying to handhold me. Hit him with a pan, knock him out, and... Now I've got a job to do and a bunch of people to feed. 
Uh, give me one last charm. Oh, gosh. Twos. Okay. Um, I think that uh, we better take you all into the back and get this thing sorted out. So what you're saying is you'd rather have me not get back to work when there is a party tonight for your mistress and if I'm sent in the back, there will be no food for said mistress. Do you think she'll be exactly happy about that? I think I got somebody who brought in three yahoos with guns. One of them went off in the Irvan household without me knowing about it, and that makes me angry. Maybe you should get your hearing checked then. What's that supposed to mean? Well, if you don't hear a gunshot, there's obviously something wrong with your hearing. <laughs> well, I heard a gunshot, and that's the problem. So obviously there's no problem with my hearing. Uh, if you have any problems, talk about talk to that... Oh, uh, what was her name? Some kind of liaison or something like that. Said Irving's wanted special hired help for this. To help me with tonight. This hired help attacked me. Now, what I've got a job to do. Was? I've been paid to do a job, and I'm going to do it, by gosh. What was her name? Oh, uh, some kind of, uh, Dora Bell Siled. <laughs> uh, give me a spirit roll, minus two. <laughs> uh, so that's just one. Just the sheer plausibility of it. Just, just. You're going to roll two dice, but you're going to be at a negative one modifier for it. Gotcha. Oh, so three dice, but a negative one modifier? No, no, two dice with a negative one modifier. Watch him get fours. Twos. All right, you're coming with me, boys. And the two guys that are with him are going to kind of circle to either side of you and grab both of your arms. Okay, but if I'm coming with you, someone has to watch the food. Um, he kind of tilts his neck towards the food at the, um, young gentleman who returned with him, who you had seen earlier, and he kind of walks over and starts turning off, or, uh, taking things off of burners and things like that, and, like, making sure that nothing's going to, to be a danger. Uh, and I think that's where we're going to pause for right now, (laughs) and we are going to head over to, uh, Bella and Clytus. Um, you two are still standing in front of the study. Um, you have failed to get the door open, but you were able to try and force it in a way that didn't make a lot of noise or draw any attention to yourself. Cladis, it's been like half an hour. We should just go get Finn. Fine. Works for me. Clytus eyes the door and then just kind of mean mugs it before heading <laughs> off. I have one more suggestion before we go get Finn. I could set a fire somewhere as a distraction. So then the ensuing noise wouldn't be as noticeable. But I don't know, maybe we should just get Finn. certainly amenable to that proposition. Damn it, I can't talk today. I'm amenable to that (laughs) preposition as well. 
Looks like your uh, duster's getting roasted after all tonight. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing stopping you guys from just trying to smash through it again. Um, just, just before, since you were able to get enough nudges to offset the negative consequences, that's why I mentioned the noise level. True, but we like to set fires. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Whatever but to Whenever Bella wanted to set the fin. fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, what is in the vicinity of the office in terms of, like, where is Veretta's room in relation to this? Uh, so, you know that the bedrooms would be more on the uh, second story. Okay. Um, and if you were able to get to the stairs, which you're, you're not very far from the stairway, but you also know that's a more centrally traveled portion of the house as well, since it's the main stairs going up. Whereas if you went around back towards where the ballroom was, you could get to the circum, um, servant staircase, but you would have to go through, um, the kitchen and everything back there as well. Well, we could kill two birds with one stone, set a fire in the kitchen, and fetch Finn. Sure, why not? Okay, um, so you guys make your way back through. Um, you manage to kind of dodge around anybody who uh, looks to be important just by ducking into alcoves or around corners and make it back into the ballroom. And you make your way into the kitchen uh, where you see it's kind of a wreck and there's uh, evidence of a scuffle with a couple of pans lying on the ground um, and it looks like some food has been partially abandoned on the stoves. And there's some sad-looking fish crackers uh, sitting on a table, but no sign of Finn there. Clytus <laughs> looks at the crackers. Well, we know Finn was here. <laughs> Question is, where is he now? Clytus pulls out the Molotov. Should we just set fire to it anyway and figure it out later? Should we at least look for Finn first? <laughs> I pull uh, out Clytus my Molotov cocktail. <laughs> check and see if he can look at tracks from the scuffle. See where they went. Um. Yeah, give me a uh, wits roll. I'll give you plus one for Bounty Hunter, yes. but this is going to be obscenely difficult. Yeah, I assume so. Got threes. Okay, so as you look around, you're not able to see any tracks, but you do manage to notice the a couple of places where there's some blood um, that has been uh, spilled on the floor, and you also find a uh, bullet hole in the side of probably like one of the stoves. What did that man do in here? Well. You know this place better than I do, Miss Belladora, so I'm gonna let you take the lead on where we go to search next. <sighs> you know of any place they might detain people? Trevor, do I know of any place they might detain people? Um, give me a wits roll plus two for your history with them. Um, that is fives. You are so well acquainted with where they might detain people and keep them there, <laughs> that um, you are fairly confident there is still a scratch in the walls of one of them from where, like, you had carved, like, your name or something like that. 
Um, so you, you feel very, very confident you can get there from here. Oh yeah, I know exactly where he is. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. <laughs> Must have been the crackers that, uh, distracted you. Yeah, I think that's the case. Shall we? We shall. Um, go ahead and give me a, another charm roll, each of you. Um, to see if your various ways of just, uh, getting through the house unnoticed work. Whether it's the blatant, you don't want to question me, uh, from Clytus or Bella, just knowing, having done this sort of thing in this house before, knowing how to exploit the layout. Man, Clytus can't find information for anything in this town. But damn, can he throw his weight around? That's fours and two nudges. <laughs> fours and a nudge for me. She couldn't throw okay. your weight around to find better help? <laughs> nope. He can just tell people to get out of his way as he barrels through the place. Wow. Uh, okay. Tell people is perhaps an exaggeration. He just looks at them and they wet themselves. <laughs> So, uh, you guys make your way there with, uh, pretty much with ease, with the main bulk of, uh, the servants being gathered in the ballroom. And, uh, you arrive at the door, and that's where we're going to find out whether or not he's there. And we're going to jump back to Finn. <laughs> so, um, the, you've got the two guys on either side of you, and the head of security guy right in front of you. What are they, what are they doing with the, uh, other four that were actually firing the guns? Um, he is actually not too concerned about them at the moment, but he does, uh, collect the guns before you guys head out. Okay. Uh, if you're going to head out without resisting at all. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be grumbling the entire time like a head chef would if you were taken away from his job. Okay. And, um, you, uh, with you starting to cooperate, he leaves one of his guys behind, uh, you get out the door and he, uh, shouts down the hallway to another guy who's down there, who then nods and heads off the other direction, presumably to get more people to round up the four in there. Mm -hmm. Um, so he takes you, uh, across the, across up onto the second floor, um, where, or it wouldn't be on the second floor, it would be, um, on the first floor. Uh, kind of further in the house past where the study was. Mm -hmm. Um, and you are pulled into here where there is a couple of holding cells, um, made out of iron bars. Um, and then one of them that is completely made out of wood. Uh, and they throw you into one of the, uh, iron cells. And, um, not throw, but like have you go and you sit in a chair in there and he locks the door and then sits in a chair on the outside of it. Now, you're going to tell me exactly what you know, what happened here today, or there's going to be problems. So I'm going to kind of give him a, a version of the truth, where there were, like, last-minute changes to, like, staffing and things like that, per per a letter from the Irvine resident. So, so, I mean, everything looked legit, so you didn't question it, or so... Uh, Chef Finnegan didn't question it, um, and that's the that's the story he's going to try and stick to. You don't happen to have that letter, do you? Do I have that letter? Um, we didn't make one of those letters. No, you you get, have the one that you gave to uh, Fromage, but well, I mean, I had my writ for everything for the party, and that was that was it. That was all I was required to bring with me. Yeah, you were able to just kind of show up and make it known that you were the chef. 
and people didn't really question it. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. Why would I why would I have to bring anything like that with me when they recognized I was the chef? Um go ahead and give me a wits roll. <laughs> wits, you've been failing me today. Come on. <laughs> Threes and a nudge. Okay. Okay. So uh who did you say your contact was again? What did I say the contact was again? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is why I asked. Bing a door child. <laughs> I was some kind of highfalutin fancy type, you know, the kind that you see everywhere around here. Uh said her name was uh Bring a door child or something like that. I mean, who was I to question it? The for the uh the signatures matched in everything from all the correspondence I've had with the Irvanes. I had no reason to question it. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. You go ahead and hang out here. My guys are going to get those other fellas, and we're going to see what they have to say. So I uh, guess there's no food for the party tonight, but by the look of those crackers, it wasn't going to be that great anyway. <laughs> those are all the rage in Elendo. <laughs> He is going to uh, step out of the room and close the door behind him. Uh, are you going to try and break out, or are you just going to kind of cool your heels and still try and play the legit angle? I'm still going to try and play the legit angle, but I'd like to see if there are any vulnerabilities in the in the uh, cell that I'm in, in case I do need to make a getaway. Um. So the, the most vulnerable part would probably be... Um, it would have to be at the door where there's the hinges, the bolts running through it. You think that with a proper application of ferrochemy, you would be able to uh, go through the door. Okay. Uh, so after about uh, 10 minutes or so, um, he comes back in. Um, the, he's got a bunch of guys with him who are carrying um, and dragging the guys that you knocked unconscious. And the four of them get thrown into their own cell that's in the same area as you. But... Um, not a connected cell. Sure there's not any last-minute things you want to tell me before we start asking these guys questions? I've told you all I know. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and make this a series of uh, wits challenges, yours against their, um, his, and he is going to get some bonuses depending on how well the four guys roll. Okay. So um, I'm going to do their roll first. Go ahead and do your wits, and then I'll do the second roll while you're doing your wits with as well. Showdown. Let me know when you need that roll. Um, what was your first one? Fours and a nudge. Okay. Um, so one of the guys, the first one wakes up, looks at him, um, and his eyes grow wild, and he kind of gives a little bit of smile, uh, a little bit of a smile. And he, uh, uh, he says, oh, Yoon, it's you. Look, this guy's an imposter. He hired us to start stealing from the place. And, um, Yoon kind of raises an eyebrow and looks back to you. What the heck are you talking about? You're the one that's, these are the folks that are throwing guns and shooting guns everywhere and attacked me. Why would they attack me if I wasn't legitimate? Okay, uh, go ahead and do your next roll. Okay. Threes. 
Um, so he starts, um, the, one of the underlings that attacked you, uh, starts talking about a deal that he had made with you beforehand and that, um, he was just trying to get in on that at the very last second. So that way he could get a better, better reward for stopping it while it was going on. And Yoon then kind of raises an eyebrow and says, well, what if that's just something that you're telling me? making up problems out of nowhere and getting under this guy's uh, business so that way you can make some money on a hoax that you played and stopping us from having the food that we ordered for the party. Uh, one last roll. Okay. Make it a good one. Fives in a nudge. That's a good one. <laughs> he got fives in a nudge as well. Boom, boom, boom. No, listen, Yoon, you know I would never cross the Irvance. We know what happens to anyone who crosses the Irvance in this town. This guy's not from town. He doesn't know that. That's why we thought we could make the money off of him and teach somebody from out of town a lesson without having to get you guys involved until everything was uh, was done. But turns out the guy's like a pewter arm or something because he wiped the floor with four of us in a matter of seconds. And uh, he looks over at you and he crosses his arms. I'm gonna... And uh, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Pewter arm? More like an iron pan to your heads. That's the only thing that knocks you out. Um, And there is enough doubt that he is going to uh, leave uh, a security guard in the room and just leave the four, uh, five of you there for the rest of the night. Oh, good lord. Okay. So... Trying not to factor too much into that you know help is on the way. Would you stay there, or would you just bust out? Is the one guard kind of just, like, there? Or is he, like, in a chair against the cell, or something like that? Uh, he's sitting uh, in a chair against the wall, um, kind of near where the door is, and there's a shotgun propped up against the wall next to him. Does he get, does he get like, a lack of alertness at any point in time? Um, give me a spirit roll. I gave him three dice and he got fives. One, two, three, nothing. Uh, he's pretty, he, he knows the cost of failure when there's already been one breach in security already tonight. So he is pretty laser focused on making sure the four, the five of you don't escape. Okay, I'm going to try and appeal to his sense of there's not going to be food for the party tonight. I've been hired to do the food. If you don't let me out, there's going to be a very angry uh, Irvine family if they're going uh, to start Give me fed. a charm roll. Fives. <laughs> um, Stay he, uh, he just raises one finger to his lips and taps it against his lips. And then... Uh, puts it back down and decided rest. So, uh, final answer, you staying in or you breaking out? I'm staying in. Because at this point, is it at this point, if there's no food, the blame falls on the guards and not me. <laughs> like, you're too deep in the disguise, Zach. You're too deep. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so, uh, Bella and uh, Clytus, you are standing outside of the guard room. I take out my shotgun. Clytus strolls in. I follow suit. Uh, Clytus, go ahead and give me a physique roll. All right. Bonus or no bonus? 
Uh, you can have a bonus for Bounty Hunter. Uh, that's a reroll for this guy. Fives. Okay, um, so you walk in and uh, you notice this guy is staring very intently at Finn, who is nattering away about um, just the, the quality of the food and how there's no way possible to finish the gumbo in time now. And the guy's looking like a little bit frazzled, and he's got a hand up to his head and is rubbing his forehead when you walk in. So you're able to easily reach over and pluck the shotgun from the wall. Um, and oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does he have keys on him? Um, you can't tell from first glance. Alright, Clytus is going to take one look at him, one quick look at Finn, and I'm going to use my new powerful leg stunt to just get right up on top of that guy, and I'm going to put him in a chokehold. Okay, uh, give me a physique roll. Bonus? Uh, plus two for Colossus Blood. Yes. Dang, two. Um, you try and get him in a chokehold, and he is so surprised by you coming in, um, that he instinctively draws away from you and falls out of the chair, which manages to give, allow him to put some distance between you with the obstacle of the chair in the way. Do I see this, do I see this happening? Oh, you definitely do. Okay, I'm gonna take that, take that moment of surprise to, uh, take a chance to lift the gate, get out, and, uh, help Clytus pin the guy. Okay, um, how many charges would this be? I think probably 20 would be fair. Okay, I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say 20. Uh, sounds about right. Okay, um, so you step up to the door and you kind of put one hand on where each of the hinges is and just give a nice good shove and it busts through the, uh, the pin holding the barrel hinges together. And the door just kind of uh, swing and falls down open now that the only thing supporting it is the latch. Uh, Bella, what are you doing? Um, I'm just going to point my shotgun at him for good measure. Okay. Um, I'm going to consider that an aiming action. So if you have to fire, you're going to get a plus one to your physique for firing. Okay. Um, so we'll just go ahead and treat this like combat. Um, this guy is going to try and, uh, scramble beyond, uh, like the other way around Clytus, um, on all fours to try and get to his shotgun. Stand down, lad. You're outnumbered. And, Cly uh, Bella, are you going to keep aiming or are you going to fire? And move to either subdue um, him I will, or... I will keep yeah. aiming. Okay, and so you I'm will have an extra two dice if you need them. Okay, and I was just going to say to him, I'd listen to the man if I were you. And Clytus? Going for the chokehold again. Okay. Uh, give me another physique roll. And I am only going to give him... I'm going to give him a negative two penalty for being in a bad position for that. Fives. Yeah, you uh, you pretty easily like reach down and grab him by his collar and yank him up. And it's almost like when you like try and change positions on something you're holding where you throw it up in the air and then catch it in a different position. Like You haul him up and let go early, and his body keeps rising as you get him into the chokehold. And um, are, are you just going to kind of tap him out and, until he goes unconscious? Okay, yeah, so there, there's just a, a, an awkward silence as uh, Bella's keeping a shotgun trained on him, and he's tapping at your arm until he finally goes limp uh, in your arm. Okay, well, that was that. Let's get him in the cell. Finn, uh... How much does he look like your size? 
Well, if he's in the cell, he can't run and get help. I'm not talking about the cell. I'm talking about the clothes. He's talking about your underlings. Oh, <laughs> he was talking about my <laughs> underlings. <laughs> okay, uh, do the clothes fit me? Uh, one more spirit roll. Okay. Are you going to use the spirit sound effect for all these? Probably not. None of them are super big. But I am going to say that this one costs a spirit. Uh, that was threes. They definitely do fit. Okay. Clytus turns around for modesty's sake. Bella does not. (laughs) (laughs) And and the entire time, I'm going to kind of berate Clytus for the manner of help that he gets and explain what happened and why I'm in this predicament. Oh, I see. And then Clytus mean mugs the three in the cell. Um... One of them kind of mean mugs you back, but the rest of them are just kind of sitting around disinterested. Miss Belladora, you mentioned setting a fire. Perhaps we should set one here. Uh-huh. Hey, whoa, whoa. There's no reason for all that. Whoa. I mean, I would reconsider if you lovely boys would consider actually helping us this time. I ain't trust him enough to let him out of that cell. Uh, neither do I. I've already, I've already kicked their butts, kicked their Russian butts. If you're going to set the house on fire, you have to let us out. Otherwise, you're just murdering us. You tell them, you tell them, I wasn't going to kill you. I told you that you'd be safe if you just gave up. I wasn't going to. We had a plan. You went against that plan. As far as I'm concerned, I have no qualms about what happens to you next. Even if it's your fault directly. Well, you all attacked me. That's kind of your fault. And I'm not gonna talk to him anymore. I'm gonna get into the get into the garb and get ready to go. Alright, uh I guess if we're ready, Clytus just sets the fire. Oh oh you're set you you're actually setting thing the cell on fire. Yep. Oh no, I didn't mean that. I was talking <laughs> Okay. Uh I I um you you probably don't want to set fire. This lad I'm I'm indicating the lad who we just taken the clothes from. He's just doing his job. He's innocent in all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably. But we let's not set a fire that causes the loss of innocent life. Well, qualified innocent. I concur that it would be a maybe a tad cruel to burn someone to death in a cell. And then Clytus, like, creeps really close to the bars. Don't give me a reason to come back later and finish the job. Um, he is going to, at this point, look down and, uh, kind of shrivel under your gaze. Clytus back turns and, like, walks out dramatically. If you thought I put up a fight, you'd really hate to see what he can do, and I'm gonna walk out behind him. And Bella? (sighs) Boys. And I walk out after them. (laughs) Okay, uh, where to next? The door. Well, Finn, I think we found just a lovely door for you as <laughs> recompense for your troubles earlier. You know, that, that smashing a door in sounds like any, and Finn gets a little bit teary-eyed in this, like that sounds like just the perfect thing to do right now to lift my spirits. <laughs> Finn needs a win. Finn's done with dice. Uh, ten, spend ten, uh, ten charges. Do we still want to set a fire in the kitchen? We could do that. 
What do you think, Finn? Ah, uh, the gumbo's ruined anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one issue with that is that you would have to go all the way uh, back across and then circle back because the the prison area, the guard area, was past where the study was in relation to ah. leaving from the ballroom in the kitchen. Well, in that case, uh, let's. I prefer expedience, so let's just knock this door down. We can always set fires afterwards. Fair enough. Um, everybody give me a spirit roll. Ugh. My two. Ooh, five and a nudge. <laughs> I got the same. <laughs> uh, uh, nothing. Okay, um, so Finn, you go and you, uh, with a quick, just a quick motion, shoulder through the door and it busts open and, uh, you're left holding this door, uh, by the handle as it completely comes off of the frame. Um, and you step into the room and it swings open and, um, Lena, do you have any interest in describing Kelson? Um, I think that he's probably a quite a bit taller than Bella. So Bella's about five eight. So I'd say he's he's on the tall side, probably six foot, six foot one. Um, same like red hair, kind of curly, very kind of tussled, and um, same kind of darker freckled skin. Um I, I imagine he'd probably be wearing like a nice suit since this is his engagement announcement. And mm. yeah. And um, he, he kind of looks decidedly awkward in the suit um, just because it's not the best cut for him and it looks like it restricts his movement a little bit. Um, oh, those are the worst. I'd, I'd also like to say that he's he looks like a little bit more powerfully built person um, working in the uh, factories as much as he does. Um, he's developed that kind of physique of like a steel mill worker. Um, but uh, are you still holding your shotgun or did you put that that away? I'm probably still holding the shotgun and a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, Finn breaks through the door and you follow, um, you and Clytus follow immediately after inside. Uh, and that's when you notice Kelson is standing or, or sitting in the corner uh, by himself with, uh, and he, he had his eyes closed, but then he opens them and kind of looks between the three of you looking a little confused until he uh, finally rests his gaze on you, Bella. And he, you, you can see that there's like a smile, like trying to make a, a play for control of his face at the corner because his lips are twitching, but he's also trying very hard to look stern and disapproving. Uh, and so, um, he, he just kind of stands there with a mix of shock, abusement, and, uh, forced outrage, warring for control over his fa uh, facial features. Ah, you know what? I really needed that. Thank you for letting me open that door for you, Bella. That that was wonderful. That that was really the lift in spirits I needed. Oh. Kels, that suit isn't a good look on you. Hello, Bella. I was wondering if you'd show up tonight. Well, I heard that my baby brother's getting married, so... What else could I do? And I, uh... See that you came prepared for your usual tricks. And he nods towards the shotgun and the Molotov cocktail. And the cola's you know blooded. <laughs> Always prepared. Well, you look. It, it's good to see you. It, you. Obviously, a time's been 
treating you nicely. I see that you've got your own uh, your own posse now. I'm and gonna... I see oh. that you don't really have one of your own. What are you doing over here on your own? On the announcement of your engagement party or whatever it is. Well, uh, Veretta's out talking to Sindrin and that dock worker fella Brill. And, uh, she said that I could come help with negotiations later, but she wanted to open them up. So, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to face any of her family or friends in the second ballroom by myself. Kind of feels just a little cheap. So I decided to come here and wait instead. Fair enough. Uh, and I'll uh, put, kind of lower the shotgun and the Molotov cocktail. <laughs> and uh, Bella looks a little bit awkward, which is an unusual sight for her because she's normally quite confident in herself. Um, but she gives a little bit of a pause and... She says, uh, Kels, how, how much of this is legitimate? Well, uh, it's all legitimate, Bella, but, uh, I don't think you're gonna agree with, with why I chose to do it. And why is that? Our, our family for, not just for years, for decades, for generations, we've been fighting the Yervans. We've been getting nowhere. I mean, we've we've done our best to, to be good people and to provide for the people of the city. But when we're fighting against the kind of power that they have, you, there's not much that we can do. And so when Veretta started coming around after you left, you know, obviously, I, I don't love her, Bella, but I started thinking that, you know, if there's ever going to be a chance to make the Irvan's power work for good, it's got to come from inside the family. And, uh, well, the only way to do that is to become an Irvan. And so I'm I'm not thinking that I can change Veretta. I mean, I know what she did to you. And uh, he kind of, like, stares a little more deeply into your eyes as he repeats, I know why you got run out of town. But that doesn't mean that any children we have, that I can't possibly find a way to make them a little bit more like mom and pop. And if I can, if I can change the direction of the, the Irvan dynasty, maybe I can be the first, uh, first wild to actually accomplish something great in this city. If, if I may, uh, if I may interject something, sitting in the shadows of a dark room is, not the way to go about doing that, lad. Well, uh, you can understand if I have some mixed emotions about entering into this kind of a deal with the devil. Yeah. Kels, the kind of poison that the Irvins produce cannot be diluted. For all the good in you, you're not going to fix anything that they touch. Maybe not now, but if you roll a rock down a hill, by the time it gets to the bottom, it might become an avalanche. Kills, you know what they did to me. They took everything. 
They took you. They took Mom and Pop. They, they took it from me too, Bella, but... We... You know what Mom and Pop always said. At the very end of the day, we have to survive. And we've tried fighting. Fighting isn't the way to survive anymore. This is, this is how the wild survive, not, not by fighting and burning down with the ship, but by finding a new way to fight. So the only way to beat him is to join him. And maybe I, maybe I can change him. Maybe I'm a fool. People told me that my whole life, but, you know, I'd like to think that I can at least raise a child, right? Not with Veretta, you can't. Cladis, what is it you're looking for? Oh, package. And Cladis, that just on that cue, immediately just starts searching for it and kind of ignores Kelson. Um, Kelson's gonna kind of look at him and then look uh, back at you. I think, uh, I think I might know what it is that he's searching for. And he walks over to the safe. Uh, that's in the corner of the study, and he puts in the numbers and pulls it out. Um, and there's a small envelope inside that he pulls out, and it's been torn open, so it's not sealed anymore. But the, it's still intact; it hasn't been deformed or defaced in any way. Uh, I'm not sure if I should uh, give this to him or give this to you, Bella. Um, I'll take it and I'll look at it. Oh, wow. I finish reading the letter. I crumple it up and I go, that little brat. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Uncrumple the letter. Frowns very distinctly and looks at it. You do realize that is our payday, right? It deserved it because (laughs) this is from Pinch. What? <sighs> Wait, what, what? What are you going on about there? Here. Are Are you going to share the letter with everybody? Yeah, I'll share it with everybody at this point. The moon. <laughs> what in rust hills is this boy talking about? I wish I knew. <sighs> wait, wait a minute! I'm still reading. Huh. Burn this letter. Did seem we were planning on starting a fire, and Claudius says this while, like, scratching his chin. Pinch knows our M.O. Yeah, well, uh, your friend Maxel was here in town looking for you, and, uh, some of the boys caught him and took this letter from him. But, uh, it, it's addressed to you, I'm sure of that, so... I, uh... I don't see any reason why you can't have it. And he kind of shuts the safe uh, now that he's gotten what he needed out of it and uh, goes to stand next to you. Be wary of the moon. What do you What do you think that means? <laughs> Russ, if I know, boy sounds crazy out of his mind. <laughs> I mean, that little bastard could read and write the entire time. He even got me to try to teach him. He was just probably looking for an excuse to sit next to me. I kind of wish I'd met this fella. (sighs) He sounds like quite the devious little run. Oh, he was a... 
He was that indeed. Well, this was supposed to be our payday, but, uh, personal connections at all. Do you want to honor his request there at the end? I mean, there's no reason we can't still get a payday. And Finn will kind of <laughs> smile at Clytus. <laughs> you want to pull another switcheroo? Well, I wasn't going that route, but that works too. Oh, what route were you going? The original route, where we take as much as we can in the chaos. Well, I assume that question is whether we turn this into the mob or whether we just burn it. Well, I intend to honor Pinch's request as much as that chagrins me, but there's no rule saying that we can't forge something else for your contact. Do you guys know the name of anyone by Crestafori? I think I'm saying that right. Uh, it's Christophori. Christophori. Oh. Okay. Well, yes, that would be the mob. Great. Huh. Family name and all. Well, I do agree. Whatever, I do agree we should burn this. No telling what happens if this information gets into the wrong hands. Clytus pulls out his Molotov. We burning other stuff too, or are we leaving that off for uh, Mr. Wild's plan here? And he looks over at Kelson. Um, Kelson kind of looks wild-eyed towards Bella. Well, Kelson, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't intend to let Veretta off easy after what she did to me. What What is it you're planning on doing? Because, Bella, this, is, this will be my house if you plan to burn it down. Clytus pulls out flint and steel. Freda can't be your house if it's not a house anymore. Clytus starts trying to get a spark. Bella, you don't have to do this. Well, Kels, uh, it seems to me that you've gone and turned on me. Damn. Bella, you know I'm not turning on you. I'm, I'm always been on your side. I'm just fighting in a different way. Clytus lights the handkerchief on the Molotov. And I'm afraid that that way just ain't gonna cut it. You're joining them, you're becoming an Irvin, and as as far as I'm concerned, that means you're no longer a wild. As much as it pains me to say that. You better run, son, Clytus throws it at the back of the room. Um, he's going to try and um, run forward and catch your arm. So go ahead and give me a physique roll. All right. Do I get my Coloss bonus? Um, this is more of a dexterity thing since you were throwing it. And then, like, the physique roll is... I'll give you one for it. I won't give you both, but I'll give you one. Three is in two nudges. Okay, yeah, so he comes forward and he grabs your arm, but you're able to just kind of power through it, and um, you're just uh, able to get your right through his reach, and the Molotov cocktail sails forward, and it strikes the uh, back wall, and instantly a huge blaze goes up, and the study catches on fire. And Kelson, like, kind of gives a half-scream and starts running uh, toward in the direction of the ballroom, screaming, Fire! 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 Before, before he gets uh, past me, I'm going to kind of, like, reach my hand out and try to catch him a little bit. 
and I'm gonna lean over and just say into his ear, Kels, I love you, but you do not want to make an enemy of me. Um, he's gonna break his, uh, your hold on him as soon as possible and start running towards the ballroom yelling for people to evacuate because of the fire. Oh, don't forget the people that are locked up! In that confusion, Gladys is gonna make sure he grabs that letter and tosses it into the fire. Okay. Well, boys, I think we've got some more fires to set. Let's, uh, kitchen next? (laughs) <laughs> uh, sounds like you've got a score to settle there, Finn. Well, I don't want—I don't want any, any evidence of whatever happened in there because it doesn't look good. All right, uh, I think we'll go ahead and call it right there for this episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back again in two weeks. Um, not quite sure if that'll finish out the season or not, but either way, I'm loving all of uh, all of this arc. Every episode has been a lot of fun, so I hope you come back and join us next time, and make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Bye! Bye! Bye-bye! Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and drop a different file into where everybody can access it then. I'm in general waiting. Yeah, that definitely sounds like pitch. Oh, come on, open. Open! (laughs) Stop loading and open!